This is Cardinal Truth. This is chapter 24, and I am J.D. Lehman. My wife Carrie and I lead a community of believers on the west side of Chicago in Oak Park, Illinois. We're about 10 miles from Lake Michigan, just outside of Chicago proper. We host regular weekend services, and if you are ever in the area on a Sunday, stop in, worship with us, have a cup of coffee, introduce yourself. I would love to get to know you and love to hear your story. You're listening to mine, so I'd love to hear some of yours. Hey, it is Friday, March 20th as I record this. It's almost 6 o'clock in the afternoon, evening. And I should be on the road right now. I should be somewhere south of Indianapolis by now, driving to Florida. I should be getting ready for spring break. I should have the van fully loaded, the topper on, the kids all headphoned up, snacks flowing, you should be excited. But no, I am standing in Oak Park. And I'm standing in Oak Park because we are under a shelter-in-place order. In fact, the entire state of Illinois is headed into shelter-in-place tomorrow, Saturday. And we're going to lock the state down for one to two weeks in an attempt to stop the spread of a flu-like virus called the coronavirus. And it is challenging. It's challenging to be standing here in my room looking at my suitcase that was packed a couple hours ago and is now completely empty. It's hard. It's hard to disappoint your kids. It's hard to Think about the sun and the sand. We are going to be in Santa Rosa. It's this beautiful little town on the panhandle. Idyllic little place to shop. White sand beaches. We had a house with a pool. And yet the state of Illinois is under lockdown. The village of Oak Park is its shelter in place. Florida's headed to lockdown. And in the best interest of our community and the communities of those other areas, it's best that we stay put. In fact, we've stayed put all week. Uh, our kids have been in a modified version of homeschool called e-learning. And let's be honest, it's very different than I thought it was going to be. You know, I grew up being homeschooled. I'm the oldest of five kids, and my mother homeschooled all of us until we got to fifth grade when she sent us to a public school. And then we went public for the rest of our time in uh, Champaign. However, um, it was a disciplinarian household. My parents were strict in the sense that we knew what time we needed to get up. We knew what time we were going to be doing each of our subjects. We worked hard until about noon or 1230. Then we had lunch and then we were off to wait for the neighborhood kids to come home so we could play sports with them outside. This is a little bit different. My kids all get their own assignments downloaded directly to their Chromebooks or their iPads. Um, they are pretty self-sustaining. The classes are in front of them. Their assignments are right there. They know what to do. They're also a little bit older. I've spent most of my time with our fourth grader this week working on math and reading. My wife has handled our second grader doing some of the same things. And so we were all looking forward to this new break and what it was going to give us just in terms of recharging our batteries. 
You see, my battery feels depleted in some ways. I'm out of my normal rhythm. I'm a guy who really enjoys rhythm, rhythm and cadence. I'm a guy who, when I run, I often count my breathing and count my steps per minute. I like cadence and rhythm. In fact, our internal channel on our Slack program for our church staff, we use one called cadence because it talks about the rhythm of how we do things. Rhythm is so important and mine is off kilter right now. And so my normal routine is up a little before the kids get up and make some coffee, make breakfast, make lunches, get the kids out the door to school. Well, that has all shifted. And so my time in the morning is suddenly more available. We aren't being extremely strict with making sure our kids are up at 6.30 to go and get ready for homeschooling. We're letting them sleep in. We're trying to make it as enjoyable as possible. But in the process, I found myself with a couple hours of freedom in the morning. And so I found some things that I want to share with you that have been really helpful as I am quarantined at home and as I am trying to explore what it means to stay connected to people, even if it's only digitally. So one thing that I've shifted is I've started getting up a little bit earlier. Even if I lay in bed for 20 minutes before I get up, I'm still getting up earlier. And I'm doing this so that I can have some grace in my life. I can have that sanity where it's just me and my head and my thoughts. I've been going for longer runs in the morning. Instead of the three to five mile run, I've been putting on six, seven, eight miles. Pop in my earbuds and just go. It's been slower. It's not as aggressive. It's deliberate. It's me waking up my body. Then I come home and take a brilliantly cold shower in honor of Wim Hof, who if you've never done any of Wim Hof's breathing exercises, they are some of the finest things out there. Also, it's all with cold water. Then I've decided that I'm gonna take the next 20 to 30, even 40 minutes and do some meditative prayer. My goal with this has been to orient myself around Thanksgiving. I understand that the circumstances are tough, and I understand that not everything is going my way. And yet, I have a firm belief that if I will orient myself around thanksgiving, everything else will start to fall in place. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been, I've been sitting there quietly, dreaming into thanksgiving, making declarations over my day, sending out the thought patterns that I want to resonate within my body for the rest of the day. You see, if we start with the premise that everyone is doing their best job and everyone is out to make it a better place, then you start to realize that the people who told me I can't go on spring break because I am in a contagious zone are simply people who are doing the best for the most good out there that they can think of. I'm okay with that. It starts to shift your perspective. It starts to shift how you interact with people. It gives you more grace and patience to interact with your kids. Another thing that we've been doing between my wife and I is we've been intentional about connecting with each of our children. Can we spend intentional time speaking with our kids so that they feel loved, so that 
I can lower the anxiety in their life. Even if it means taking their anxiety on me, can I take it off of them? Can I hug my kids more? Can I wrestle more? Can we play on the trampoline or shoot baskets? Anything we can do to invest in the people around us. So often I go through my entire day and then I go to tuck my kids in at night and it's like, wow, I didn't even see you. Here I have the opposite problem. Wow, when can I not see you so I can do some of my own stuff? See, the challenge is we have to find a new normal which needs to be somewhere in between those two. This is an opportunity to start to craft that. I've noticed as well that I've been dreaming a lot more. I don't know if it's stress-induced or not stress-induced. I don't know if it is the fact that we've all been eating healthier. Lots of greens. I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden my creativity is popping. I feel ideas coming to life that I've had or I've sat on for ages and I've done nothing with. And here they are again, asking to be created, asking to be birthed. And so what do you do? Well, I record a podcast or I write it down or I read another book or I, whatever that is for you, my encouragement is to go with it. Make it part of your new normal. We're all in the process of recrafting our normals. Don't allow previous failures or even previous iterations of something that you didn't love be the thing that you focus on. Now is a time that you get to redo things. And so as you are spending time, my encouragement is this. As you're spending time in your own house, my encouragement is this. Start your day earlier. Find something to get your heart rate up and then sit silently, however you can, even if it's only for five minutes and listen to your own thoughts. Start with thanksgiving, start with thankfulness. There's something that shifts when we orient our thoughts around Thanksgiving. Connect with the people in your life, whether it's a phone call or a text or a Marco Polo or whatever it is for you, connect with the people in your life. Increase the circles. If you usually connect with the people only one standard deviation away from you, connect with those that are two and three standard deviations. And for those of you who are traders, connect with the black swans that are out there. The ones that are so far out there that you never thought you'd reconnect and yet now's the time to reconnect. Explore your creativity. Keep a little journal. Make a little note. Text yourself. Did you know you can text yourself? You just put your phone number in and you send a text to yourself. Then it'll be in your text log and be like, oh yeah, that was a good idea. I should do something about that. And don't stop believing that goodness and mercy are following you everywhere you go because it's just the absolute truth. You're gonna look back at this time and you're gonna say, man, I oriented my life around Thanksgiving and all good things chased me down. All right, goodness and mercy, they follow you where you go. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed, please rate us and subscribe. All of the music was created and produced by Hello Wonder Music. You can find them at hellowondermusic.com. For more information about JD and the church he and Carrie co-lead, including our weekly podcast and upcoming events, please visit greaterchicagochurch.com.